Welcome to Splendid Health Podcast. As time goes by, people are taking action over their health in their present and future. Thinking about being healthy and protected in the years to come has become crucial in our lives. That's why Pamela, who is a licensed agent in over 20 states and also very passionate about supporting families and businesses, is now giving valuable information in order to find the perfect fit in your look for health and protection in your present and your future. So, thank you for tuning in and let's find together the path towards a splendid health. Hey, this is Pam with Splendid Health Podcast coming in to you today with an exciting topic about MedShare, a faith-based organization not considered a health insurance plan in most states. There's a lot of more disadvantages than there are advantages, but to be fair, I want to go ahead and just bring you into the light of it and start with the actual pros of having a MedShare which is the advantages. Most of the time, this is exactly what people like and this is exactly why they've got a bigger group of members. So the advantage of having a MedShare plan uh, is the fact that it's got a low monthly premium cost. So every month for health insurance, it's got a low cost. Not just does it only have a low cost, which we all love because we all like to save money, right? So I get it. But whenever they add the PPO network to it, which is a again a pre-negotiated rate for those network providers that accept that PPO. So again, oh great, I'm saving money, I've got a low premium cost, I've got the PPO network. Well, they add another thing to that to make the advantage even better. They add in a low deductible. So it could be anywhere from $500 to about $3,000 deductible. Extremely low. Most of the time, they range from anywhere from $500 to about $1,500. All three, these, all these, all three things said and done. This is exactly why people say, "Yes, this is the way to go." I'm taken care of. I've got a PPO plan. I've got a low monthly cost, and guess what? I've got a low deductible. Well, I don't need a work plan. I don't need an ACA. I don't need a private in, an, another private insurance plan. I don't need anything because I've got it all through a faith-based organization. Well, unfortunately, it's not that easy. And as fast and simple it is to get those plans, there's always a downside to that. Uh, actually, a lot more downside to that. Now, one of the disadvantages there is that being that these are very, uh, you know, it's, it's an organization more than anything else. Legally, you are very limited to what you can do. Whenever it comes to coming to, whenever it comes to wanting to fight for a, a claim that didn't get paid or whatnot, you've got a lot of limitations there. So legally, you're really not protected as as, as you could in in if you had some other different options available. Um, another disadvantage is that a lot of these ministries have, you know, they have been known to go bankrupt. So even through that bankrupt, even them going through bankrupt. That means that if you've got a bill that has been unpaid and that they're still trying to get it paid for you, being that they filed bankrupt means nothing. It means nothing in the sense that you will get no money from them anymore. So if you lose that, um, everything goes to the bankruptcy courts on the ministry in that end, and that's it. 
done, you know, the story is done from there. So uh, another another disadvantage um, that I run into a lot is the loopholes, the pre-existing conditions. They've got their cap limits for sort for certain pre-existing conditions. Uh, they will not decline you, regardless of any medical, regardless of how you are medically. They will never decline you. They are not going to ask you questions up front to see exactly what your needs are. They're just going to go ahead and accept you so long that you accept a faith, that you go ahead and accept an oath. Um, it's again based on faith, based on the ministry that you attend, based on the organization that you go ahead and get, get this plan through. If it's not an, an oath that you have to take, um, there are other member fees that you will be liable for. But if it's not an oath, there is a service or I'm sorry, an attendance that you have to make like every month or every week. And there's even volunteer hours that you have to do to keep up with to be able to keep those those plans available for you. Um, another disadvantage that I have seen and known is the timing of how fast these claims get processed. Most insurance companies, you know, have have a certain every insurance company has a certain amount of days for to file the claims. Uh, but hospitals, of course, they they send out the bills immediately. They want to go ahead and get paid. They want to know ahead. They want to go ahead and set up payment plans right away immediately. All all of that has to move fast because they've got bills to pay too. Well, anytime you're dealing with a faith based organization, your bills are not even getting looked at until maybe sixty to ninety days out. So. In that time frame, you are probably getting a lot of bills at home. You're, you're getting calls. Hey, you, I, I, I need to set up a payment plan. Hey, when are you going to come and pay this? You're getting bombarded with things that you really don't need. Um, when I say you don't need, it's because there's individuals that have been in the hospital that have to get hospitalized maybe two days, two days, three days. Some that have to go through like a cancer treatment. Some that have had a heart attack. These are bills that you don't need to come in the back end while you're trying to get better or while you're trying to heal. Now, what makes it worse is that if you've got a family, when you've got a family and you need to heal yourself to be able to provide for your family, the last thing you want to do is come out of the hospital, come home, and then know that you've got all these bills that you have to pay from the hospital because you have to wait 60 to 90 days to see whether or not a committee is going to go ahead and accept your bill in the first place. Now, how that works is a committee gets together you know, from that same faith-based organization, and they do two things. One, they decide whether or not they're going to accept your claim, which is the bill. And two, if they do accept your claim or your bill, with the, or ex, I'm sorry, the claim, which is the bill, what they do is they decide what amount they're going to go ahead and put towards that bill. Now, for an example, if it was a $30,000 bill, you might be getting a $500 $500 towards that $30,000. It could be $500. It could be $15,000. It all depends on the committee deciding that. Now, they make those decisions based on the money coming in from the actual members. The way that works is, again, this is a faith-based organization. This is done through prayer, and this is done through donations. So if in the event you have a $30,000 bill, and let's say we're going to be generous here. I'm going to be extremely generous. Let's say they pay half of that bill, $15,000. The remaining $15,000 goes out to the congregation, to the members, and they say, okay, we, aka Mr. John Smith over here, 
This is just an example. Mr. John Smith, everybody, members, please let's send out a prayer. We need, we, he has a balance of $15,000 for his appendicitis surgery done on this date. Please, we need to go ahead and get, get donations. If every member here could donate $5, we could get, we could go ahead and get him covered up. We can go ahead and get his bill paid and, and cleared up. Okay, well, what they, they don't know is that in the month prior to Mr. Smith, there was other claims back there. The month prior to that, there are other claims back there still pending, still needing donations, still relying on prayer and on members to send that money to them. So this $15,000 bill, even though we were generous, it's still $15,000. It's something that's left to Mr. John Smith to have to figure out with the hospital to see whether or not those payments can be made. So everything is left in the back burner to the actual member who needed this type of plan in the first place. Um, sometimes, you know, it works out where they'll give more money. Sometimes it'll work out when they get less money. But like I said, we just never, never know. Your bills, your quality health is really left up to an, a committee that's part of a faith-based organization. So, you know, there's no guarantee that a $100,000 bill, a $200,000 bill is going to even get considered or even looked at based on all the deficits that they've got in the background. So um, another thing that I another thing that I have seen is that there are because there are clients now my clients that they've had situations where okay, you know what, I, I got a PPO, um, my doctor is in network, and then they come and need a surgery, come to find out a day before the surgery, they're not they're not able to pay for the claim. So being that they're not able to pay, pay for the claim, or they're not even going to accept that surgery because they consider that as a pre-existing condition, which is another loophole, um, they go ahead and say, no, we're not going to do that. Well, guess what? The, the person, the individual is left not having the surgery and much needed surgery and then having to find a way to get the surgery uh, with through a different insurance plan. So that's typically when I get those individuals to come to me. Uh, normally, the, the, the troubles that I run into at the very beginning is the cost. Because these health share plans are so inexpensive, a lot of people think they're saving that money. There's no really no need to go ahead and get an actual health insurance plan because they're saving that money up front. Okay, great. You're saving that money up front. You've got your doctor visits. You've got your follow-ups. But what happens if for something in the middle? What happens for something major? What happens if you're in an accident and you get in a coma? Or what happens if you if you get an accident and the other the other driver doesn't have any insurance and you are in the hospital and you need to get seen? What happens then? You know, these are all these stuff that they don't consider because we all think that's not going to happen. And we, I wish I could say, and you know, I, I, my thing is I just, you know, want the best for everybody. So I don't ever want anybody to go through any of these things. But unfortunately, we see these happen. We see these things happen all the time, all the time. Sometimes I've had people get insurance and then a couple of days later, they get diagnosed with, with an illness. So, you know, sometimes we've had people who've got diagnosed beforehand they didn't have insurance so we had to get them a resolution so it just you know it's things that do happen in real life and luckily you know we all have options we've all got ways of, of being able to handle it but at the same time it doesn't answer it you know it doesn't 
one plan isn't for everybody. So I've had business owners who have fallen into this whole health, you know, faith-based organizations, health shares, and they've ended up having to go bankrupt. They've ended up having to refinance their house or, or refine or you get, you know, use the business line of credit just to pay for hospital bills that could have been avoided, could have been avoided just by a, a couple more, you know, dollars a month, a couple hundred dollars a month, or maybe even finding out more exactly what these plans are all about. There's a lot of different plans out there that I keep suggesting and that I keep mentioning that that's why I say it's extremely important to bond and get to know your health insurance agent. Doing sometimes online submission forms and getting a plan under 15 minutes, 20 minutes, that's not going to do you any good. It's not going to work in your favor. I need to talk to somebody, say, hey, give me an analysis. Give me an option of what I've got. Can you give me the different options? Not just based on price, but based on your doctors, based on your health needs, based on any prescription medications, based on your assets, your family. It's an, it's extremely important. I mean, the first thing that financial officers do is to look into your health insurance because they know that in any given moment, that's, you know, something can happen and that's the first thing that can come and hurt you. So, you know, the finances, the finances of it, uh, the quality care also can hurt you. That's why we need to go ahead and consider all the options available out there. So like I said, make sure you get to know your health insurance agent. Mm, not, I'm not saying maybe like personally, because I know that that's hard to do so, but you know, you know, ask these questions. You know, if you're not sure, give me a call. Ask me. Ask me if I'm even licensing your state. I've got more than 25 states I'm licensed in. I don't mind answering questions. And if I can't answer them for you, I'll, and if I'm not, I'm sorry, if I can't answer for you or if I'm not licensed in that state, I'll send you to someone who can. So it's not, it's not like it's a closed, it's, there's like a wall in between. No, you've got your, you've got your, you know, it, your duty to go ahead and, and ask and find out what's better for you and and the more to me it's like the more you ask the better so with that said you know i hope you guys consider medshare plans as you know i don't want to say it's completely and completely bad but for the most part it's really got more disadvantages than it has advantages something you know that i think that can be made clear once we do a one-to-one -one in the sense that you do an analysis on your health with your with your health insurance agent. So um, if you don't have one or if you just want to have general questions, you know, feel free to give me a call. You can text me. You can email me. You can ask me. We, you know, there's a lot of regulations out there, HIPAA. So there's nothing um, too personal that I ask. I just have to get some basic information from you and we'll go from there as, as comfortable as, we'll take it as, as um, to, to whatever makes you comfortable. So like I said, this these decisions aren't like one, two, three, few minutes. This takes a couple days sometimes. It takes a few hours. So it's no, it's no big deal if you've got a business, if you're an individual, if you're just, uh, if you have a family and you want to ask and make sure uh, you want me to look at your coverages, great, go ahead. I mean, that's what I'm here for. So like I said, everybody, I hope everybody's doing well, stay safe, and I will tune in with you guys next week. Thanks again.